Do you ever wish that you could reparent yourself? Well, you can. It's true. Many people come to adulthood and have some baggage from their upbringing. In fact, most everybody has some kind of experience that they brought with them to adulthood that isn't helping them be the best parent they want to be. It isn't helping them be the best human they want to be. Something lingers. I want you to know that you can. You can speak to that part of you that is still small, still young, and still growing, and reparent it to be what you needed. Does your child have a speech-language delay, and you really want them to talk? Do difficult behaviors derail home life, and you know the frustration is a communication struggle? Does your child see a speech therapist, and you wonder, what do they do, and how can I help? If these or similar questions are in your mind, this podcast is for you. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I am a speech-language pathologist that has worked with children from birth to 21 for three decades. And in my classrooms, I see you wanting to connect with the heart of your child, but their speech and language skills create a barrier. So if you have a kiddo that has difficult behaviors, needs to expand their language, or learn to say speech sounds, and maybe even receives speech therapy, stay tuned, because In this podcast, you will learn how to use your daily life as a tool to communication practice and how to do that practice. You will become confident knowing you are making the difference you want to make. And you will hear success stories of parents who have navigated these struggles already. We'll do this all while focusing on building deep, meaningful connection and confidence in your kiddo. So grab a cup of coffee, along with a notebook and pen. It's time to speak in the way your child's brain understands. And that is the language of play. Hey friends, is your child hard to understand? And maybe because of speech sounds, maybe because they can't find the words, and maybe they can't structure the words into sentences. Well, that leads to frustration, and sometimes that leads to our children having big behaviors because they're frustrated about not being able to communicate. And then that triggers us. Oh boy. And we're just not happy with how it is that we parent our kids in those moments. I understand this firsthand because I know what it's like to have those triggers hit me. And I used to be completely unsure of my next step. And then later, I wished that I had parented differently. I have seen this experience in hundreds of parents, too. This led me to developing a coaching program to help parents, and I am super excited about this coaching program because what I'm doing is helping parents to be able to listen deeper than the behavior that they're seeing. You can learn how to understand what your child's actually communicating. Oh, and yes, I give parents the tools to be able to specifically teach kids how to speak or develop language, and on the way, we dig into What are those triggers that trigger us, that catch us so off guard, so we can undo our reaction? Because when we undo our reaction, all those other tips and skills of teaching speech and language, our children will finally be able to cling to. 
we can learn how to speak in ways that our children understand. You are amazing parents. I know that because if you weren't, you wouldn't be listening to programs like mine. So if you're dealing with behaviors that stem from communication struggles and you want to be able to help your kiddos be able to communicate better and you feel yourself triggered along the way, any of those reasons are good, solid reasons to book a discovery call with me and see if this is a program that's going to be right for you. So look in the show notes below, and I look forward to hearing from you. If you've been listening for any length of time, you know that celebration is a very important part of raising children. To celebrate what it is that they're doing right and also to have the joy go with us in the daytime, I think it is also important for us as grown-ups. Well, I have a celebration today. We have 100 reviews here at The Language of Play, and I want to read the 100th review from Grace Tran. She writes and gives five stars Communication is key. Good, emotionally healthy communication can make or break all kinds of relationships, including our families. And yet it is often one of the most difficult areas of our lives, especially when we tend to normalize the communication techniques and habits that we grew up with. We don't know what we don't know. And I'm not even a parent yet myself. But what I love about Dina Lynn's podcast is that she's using her background in teaching to shed light on exactly this, helping anyone in all stages of life identify and learn about the communication issues we struggled with, and then giving us powerful tools and tips on how to overcome them. I am excited for what I'll continue to learn through this podcast in order to learn how to prepare for future parenthood, but also lessons applicable to daily life too. And this is from Grace from Let's Unpack That with Alex. So Grace, you are the 100th review. And thank you for that beautiful review. And so to you, you have won a free 30-minute coaching session. Now, I do realize that you do not have children, but you are absolutely right. The strategies and the techniques and habits that we grow up with can impact us in ways that we know we need to grow through and get beyond. And when we take the time to do that work, then all of our relationships improve, whether they be work relationships, friendships, spousal relationships, or parenting relationships. So Grace, let's celebrate. I look forward to meeting you. Grace, I think you're going to particularly enjoy this episode. Here it is. So how do you reparent yourself? When do you need to? How do you know if you need to? And why would you reparent yourself when you're trying to parent these children? Well, let's unpack that at a very high level today, a very broad understanding, so you can open your mind to the possibility. Well, reparenting is a common term that is currently used for people who are realizing that some of their childhood needs were not met. It is a way to go back and meet some of those childhood needs because that inner child is still within you. One of the ways that we recognize that we have some childhood needs that weren't met are because we react in a surprising way to our own children, or we catch ourselves doing or saying something that 
was how our parents had done something, but it doesn't really either match the situation or it's not who you want to be right now with this child. So when we recognize that we're doing something that we really don't agree with or that doesn't match our values, we can ask ourselves, what is going on on the inside of me? Much of the time, this kind of work is done with a licensed therapist. But there are some things that we can do for ourselves with ourselves. And here are some of those things. We can learn how to use a loving voice towards ourselves. We all know that voice that's inside of us, that critical voice that says, shame on you, you should have known better. Why didn't you do it better this way? Why didn't you do it that way? If you had whatever, then you would have whatever. We all know that critical voice. It's loud and it's strong and it can drive us. And sometimes we hear that voice come out of us at our children. And if you're like me, every time it happens, you just wish it hadn't happened. So we learn the words to forgive ourselves, and in so doing, we also start to develop the language to teach our children how to be forgiving towards one another. So when you have those experiences where you're seeing that, it can be time to maybe get some arts and crafts or maybe a journal and start writing down the kind of memories you have and to work through how it is that you can speak more loving to yourself, more compassionately to yourself, and how to do an actual, honest self-forgiveness. I've heard it said that the forgiving of self is one of the hardest jobs that humans must learn to do. One way we can continue on this process is to learn how to honor the feelings that we do have, the feelings that we don't like and we wish weren't there. The feelings that go along with that critical voice, the shame, the guilt, whatever it is. But to be able to take a moment and stop and feel those feelings and realize that those feelings are within you and they are separate from your parenting journey. Those feelings that we have within us are not really about the child and the behavior that they're doing, but rather the behavior that they're doing is like a trigger that helps you feel the ickiness that you still have that is an unmet need inside of yourself. And oftentimes, those unmet needs are longings for love or security or attachment or some of those things. At these moments, we can look in the mirror and actually physically out loud talk to ourselves as though we are talking as a parent to the little child of you. So for example, I would talk to little Dina and I would say to her, little Dina, I love you. Little Dina, I'm proud of you. And I say Dina because that was my childhood name, not my full name of Dina Lynn. Self-compassion and honoring our feelings and showing yourself love is a very deep foundational way that you can begin to reparent if a very critical voice is something that you hear inside of you. Now, I'm not going to discount the incredible work a licensed therapist can do. And they do deeper, harder, and more work than this. But there is still a lot that we can do to help ourselves. Because after all, you are living with yourself day in and day out. And you know the voices that you hear inside of you. And they are signals 
to what it is that you really need to take care of inside of yourself because you are worth taking care of you. And the more and the better job you do taking care of the little you inside of you, the better job you will do to listen to and to parent your own child. And if that's not a motivation, I don't know what is. Now at the language of play, we talk a lot about being curious, discover, and explore. So if you take those words, being curious, discover, and explore, think of yourself as something that you need to discover, something to be curious about. When you have those kind of reactions, whether it's a physical reaction, sometimes you'll have all of a sudden a grab in your belly or a grab in your chest, or you'll suddenly feel fearful and you're wondering, whoa, what was that about? To be able to be curious and to go back and explore, what was that? That is the beginnings of opening your mind and being able to really, really reparent you. I cannot emphasize the value of this. Part of that is asking why. Why did this happen? Why did I react like this? When we ask why, it is so typical to come into blame. But we must release that blame. To be able to ask why and sit back and go deeper is very important in the reparenting process. So when you hear the blaming voice, just take that as a statement and ask why again about that. And then you hear another blaming voice and you take it as a statement and ask why again about that. There are many things we can do to help reparent ourselves, but that is enough for today. In recap, learn to be gentle with yourself, compassionate and loving towards yourself. Honor your feelings and forgive yourself. Stay in a mindset of curiosity, exploration, and discovery. It's not easy to do when you hear the blame voices come, but to release the blame so that you can just look at curiosity, uh, rather, look at what has happened with curiosity, which causes you to stay in a lighter state of mind and a lighter feeling in your body so that you can also have love towards yourself while you're experiencing some of these painful things. This is not easy work, and that's why it's so often done with a licensed therapist. But we can make big changes in our lives if we will remember to have that kind of self-compassion, curiosity, love, and kindness and gentleness towards ourselves. And in so doing, we will grow. We will become a better parent. So here I am cheering you on, parents, and wishing you a wonderfully curious and kind and gentle day. Hey parents, I hope you found this episode helpful. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who also lives or works with children. I would really appreciate it if you would leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I read every review and it lights me up to know that this show is making a difference. Then come join my Facebook community where you'll meet other parents who are dedicated to helping their children grow too. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. Now it's time to go. Let's pop our kiddos in the strollers and go look around outdoors 
and see what we have to talk about.